Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 72. We've got lots to discuss, lots of next-gen stuff this week, which is pretty pretty exciting. Although I feel like we've been talking about next-gen since yeah. episode one of the show. <laughs> it's like the start of last year. Yeah. But, so CES 2020 was this week, and there were, I wouldn't say they were major reveals, but there were a lot of interesting little things, so I wanted to get, go over some of them. See which ones you liked, didn't like, what you thought was exciting, what was your favorite. But the this is, for whatever reason, the most, the most talked about thing from CES 2020 was the PS5 logo. The PS5 logo. And can you believe it? It's in the same it's font the, that it was for PS4 and PS3. Have you seen that, have you seen that GIF of the guy who's <clears throat> sitting at his computer and he's got the PS4 logo? And it's, it's literally in, like, full motion. And he's, like... So he hits backspace and deletes the four. Like, he's supposed to be designing the logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just hits it's the fun. five. And he spins around looks at the camera. And he's, <laughs> his, like, eyes are all, like, lit up. No, I guess but, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. He's, like, like, that's it! You know, like... But, like, this was literally... What I, the... I saw somebody say this was the greatest flex of all time. Because it was... Nothing, but it became the most... Well, didn't they once walk out on the stage and then just announce the price and walk Could be. back off the stage? And it's called the PlayStation 5. I mean... So, I mean, that, that's pretty pretty clever. This but, this logo was the most liked Instagram photo for a gaming topic ever. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. How, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that are excited and interested and... I mean, I was a little bit worried. I guess that's what it shows you. They, they did talk about There's it. There's a lot of people excited about next year. They did talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, they, they put up a graphic saying, yeah. okay, you know, it's going to have this, it's going to do this, it's going to do this. Backwards compatibility, not on that slide. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's kind of on here, too. Um, sort of. Slightly different. But um, I, I don't know. Like... I saw they said, too, you know, like, well, our most exciting feature hasn't been announced yet. Well, I hope not, because you haven't said anything really worth a damn. You're announcing your logo. Yeah. Like. I mean, what do you think the most exciting feature is? PSVR 2? Backwards compatibility? Do you think it's backwards compatibility? I mean, they've they've been bashing backwards compatibility for, you know. Eight years. For years. Basically, because they know they can't get a solution to PS3 backwards compatibility. So, sell. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, you know, it's no big deal, nothing to see here. Yeah. Well, really, even worse than them, I think, is, <clears throat> well, the most egregious is Nintendo. Because Nintendo has the greatest backwards collection of games of virtually any company in the world. Yes. And they are just... Slowly trickling well, them out. But then every time they make a new console, the last... The ones they've already done get left behind. Yeah, and yeah. but I, you know, I, I think maybe they finally have found something that they like. And you're putting too much faith in Nintendo. Well, I mean, tying it to Nintendo Online, I think, is a really smart idea. But didn't they leave behind all the old ones they, did. they just did for Wii yeah. U? Yeah, but I, I think I think this will be the way it is until they show me otherwise. I yeah. have no faith. Um, yeah, uh, you know. They also said, and I'm not sure if this is on here, they also said... Sony? Yeah. That they are going to have PS5 exclusives. Right, yeah, that's on here. But we can talk about it now. Um, then that struck me as that struck me as odd because... Yeah, I agree. You know, first of all, it's like... <clears throat> I mean, well, let, what, let's, let's clarify what we mean by that. So, 
what Sony is going towards is there's going to be games that launch on PlayStation 5 that you can only play on PlayStation 5. Yeah. And Microsoft, to counter, has said, well, we're releasing all of our games for at least two years. Um, you'll be able to play it on an Xbox One S, an Xbox One X, uh, Xbox Series X. Basically, no matter what Xbox you own, you'll be good for at least a couple of years. For at least a year or two, they said. Um, so PlayStation is going the opposite. Yeah. So obviously, the strength of the Xbox is is that you know if you if you invested in the Xbox platform, you're you're covered. You're, you're still yeah. covered for a few more years. Yeah. You know, One X is only about three years old. So, it, you know, some people will be feeling a little burned if yeah. if come this year, the end of this year, there's games out that they can't play. Yeah. Um, Sony is taking the other approach where you know if you bought a a PS4 Pro, you've sort of played yourself. Yeah, even uh, right now. Because you dip yeah, into PS4 yeah. Pro right now, yeah. you're totally throwing Because they are right. leaving you in the dust. And the advantage to that is they'll be able to build games specifically for PS5. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they might look a little bit better or run a little bit better. I don't know. I don't know exactly what what advantage. But, I mean, you know, the most you would powerful think, platform is still going to be PC. Yeah. So you would think that, you know, if it's built purely for their next gen platform, it'd have a little bit of an edge versus yeah. a game that's built with the old CPU in mind. Yeah. So, you know, trade offs either way. But to me, I mean, it feels like they really burn the PS4 Pro owners. I mean, I right think from it, bur- it burns the consumer. Yeah. Like, you're right. The, you know, the, I'm sure. What, what do we know if Sony's going to deliver? Beautiful cinematic single player games. Yeah. I'm sure what they yep. announced for PS5 will cut, have all those bases covered, no doubt. But if, I mean, unless you're forking out what I'm going to assume is at least $500, if not $600 next year, this year, you're not going to be able to play those games. And that's a risk right now. That's a big risk, especially as yeah. more and more games go free to play. Um, so many competing platforms out there. You've got streaming services starting up. It's a big risk. But, you know, I'm sure a lot's going to be made of this. Yeah. Um, right here, right now. Yeah. Before everything's been revealed. Yeah. But I think, you know, as I sit here and I think about it, it's really not going to be that different. Between, well, it's what we're used to already. I mean, you're going to see, like, one or two Sony exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe three yeah. on PS5. And then everything else will be split between them. Yeah, all the third-party games will. Yeah, be. all third-party games are still going to be on PS4. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like this every generation. Yeah. You know, for a while, for like a year or two. Yeah. All the games are still coming out, still being released on the yeah. old console because that's where all the that's where all the sales are really. But I think, I think the difference is that in previous gens you weren't getting like updated versions of your console like every two years. Yeah. So like you said, if you just forked out money for a PS4 Pro, yeah. If you just bought an Xbox One X, you don't want to feel like. I mean, if you're if you're somebody who's either really good with money or gaming is like your main thing, and you're just gonna throw money at it anyway, yeah. You're not gonna feel that. Yeah, upset. and maybe maybe that's. But if you're that parent that just this exactly. Christmas bought their kid a PS4 Pro, exactly, or an Xbox One X, you would be really upset to find out. Well. 10 months from now, this is totally obsolete. And, and maybe Sony's looking at it like, hey, you know, PS4 Pro, you know, it's in the name. It's for the, like the hardcore. Yeah. You're the ones that are going to trade in this console and you're going to get the PS5. Well, so we don't care. And they almost have an advantage in that the PS4 Pro was pretty much a failure. Yeah. So and I think the, maybe the number of customers that they're really going to offend with that is pretty limited. I think that's why they're doing the ca- it. The casual, the gamer... 
who is really that's what market Sony has. They've got the mass right now. Yeah. Didn't buy a PS4 Pro. So. Yep. What did you think of this Sony car that they announced? Is this like a, are they actually going to produce this? Uh, or is this like a, hey, look what we can do? Uh, yeah, I think it's more of a, hey, look what we can do. Yeah. I, I seriously doubt they'll produce it. Why do they bother though? Um, just to show, you know, car manufacturers like hey we're, we're thinking about this stuff you know you can you can come to us for for this or that um you know it's just it's just a demonstration that we could do this if we wanted you know it, i don't know That's, it seems like a stupid it's, google it's thing probably a waste do. of money right? yeah that's what i mean like it seems like a google you know like hey we wasted seven million dollars in r&d on this thing and yeah well I, I, there it is it is kind of odd. Enjoy. When you think about it, what exactly is it that Sony offers that like car manufacturers need to line up for to put in their car? Yeah, I mean, the only thing... They don't have like AI. They're, they two, don't have... they're two like... The two things that I think they'd be considered like the leader of would be PlayStation. Yeah. And then also their cameras. Yeah. Their cameras, and, and, they're considered top of the line. And that's where I wonder if, if that's where they're going. Like camera sensors or... Or maybe speakers for the inside. I don't know. It, it, it was a little bit bizarre. You didn't need to build your own car to, to demonstrate Yeah, this I just thought it was weird. Um, maybe it, somebody in Sony's just a huge, like, one of the execs is like a huge car guy and was like, you're going to do this. Well, you know, maybe another theory they had is, you know, they, they walked out there and they're like, PS5. Oh, and we got a car, too. <laughs> you know, like, so. Well, it would have made more sense if with a company like a. Gran Turismo reveal or something yeah. like that. Like, hey, check this out. But, this is going to be playable in Gran Turismo, whatever. I think, they just like to put their, I think they just wanted to put their name back out there. You know, like... It got us Sony, talking about it. Yeah, Sony isn't... I mean, as far as a tech company... Yeah. I mean, Sony's almost more synonymous just as a video game company. Yeah, now, at this than, point, than in than a tech company. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's probably just to make people think of them as... You know, hey, we do it's, more than cameras and video games. It's funny, too, because their phones, I've heard, are really great phones. Yeah, but yeah. nobody, nobody buys them. Yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, it worked a little bit because, hey, here we are. We're talking about their car. Yeah. Um, I heard the stats on the car were, really weren't that great. Yeah. You know, like, it's... So, it's probably purely... Well, it's an electric car. So, I mean... Yeah. But, I mean, as far as electric cars go, it's, yeah, it's really... Not even. Like, it takes, like, five seconds to reach 60 miles per hour. Yeah. Which, for an electric car, is just pathetic. Well, if it's city driving, it's not going to matter. Yeah. But, and that's... I, my sense of people who own electric cars is that that's kind of the type of drivers that they are. You're not commuting yeah. 30 minutes to work every day I mean, in an electric car. It would be kind of cool car. if they did make it. I... I Sincerely doubt they ever will, but it'd be neat. It would be interesting, that's for sure. There's, you know, there's, it'd be such a huge risk. Are, though. They'd probably go out of business. There'd be a few thousand pl- hardcore PlayStation fans. Chad Warden will be out yeah, there in his I vision. Mean, you know, there would be a few hardcore PlayStation fans buying. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> so there were a lot of other kind of smaller pieces of tech. Nothing really revolutionary or revealed. 
We now have a 360 hertz monitor that NVIDIA made. Wow. There is a $60,000 rolling TV from... Wow. Did you see this? Yeah. Like, uh, if you have $60,000... Why do you need for, this? For I don't get a it. TV, I mean... This is like the foldable phone to me. Like, if you buy a 60... Okay. If you buy a $60,000 TV, like, I don't want you to... I don't want to hear you talk about world hunger or anything like that <laughs> well, ever, ever. I don't... Well, I don't... Ever. I just don't get, like... <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to spend that much on a TV, which I will never would, even if I had the money, yeah, wouldn't you just invest in, like, a know, projector? screen quality? Well, just, yeah, the image quality, not the ability to roll the screen. Yeah. That's just stupid. Wouldn't you buy, like, the top-of-the-line projector and yeah. get, like, a, you know, 100 feet across? Yeah, like a home Like theater. an actual a home, theater. home movie theater. You could probably buy an actual, like, theater. That's what I mean. Like For $60,000. That's what I would, like... A rollable scrub? Why would I need that? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, just to show off and, you know. Yeah. Oh, guys, look at my TV. Look what we can do. But yeah. it's like nobody's really impressed. Pretty soon we're going to be squirting our TVs out I of mean, toothpaste too. Pretty soon everybody is going to have like foldable devices, like foldable screens. Yeah. So nobody's going to be impressed by your $60,000. dollars like. You know? Uh, Alienware and somebody else actually unveiled a very, very, very... <laughs> Switch the looking X-Boy. like uh, handheld PC. Yeah, the X Boy lives. The X Boy, and then both Razer and Intel. This was probably my personal favorite. I like the 360 hertz monitor, but Razer and Intel both revealed these miniature modular PCs, which are basically all PCs are modular pretty much. But yeah, the the concept is it's almost as small as a game console. But it's so easy to put together. Like, you know, you, you pull one tray out, you slide it in, you slide it back Finally. in. Finally. Right. That's, I, I seriously have it been makes wondering. building a PC. I, I, I've had that thought floating in my simple head. Simple like, as why, why isn't it just like trays? Why doesn't somebody do this? Yeah. You know? And I've, I've been thinking about it for years and years. So to finally hear that somebody showed this. Like, yeah. I knew it had to be Two possible. people did. Yeah. yeah. Thank so, God. And I actually had somebody message me and was like, I've been trying to get them to get a gaming PC for ages, and they saw that, and they're like, if this is cheap, I might do this. Because yeah. building a PC is intimidating. It, it is. really is. I've done it twice now, and it's not. I, you know, the first time I built a PC, I mean, I, I pretty much treated it like it was... Yeah, I was like terrified. Open heart surgery yeah, yeah, or was... brain surgery. Like, I'm touching a piece oh, of yeah. metal the every entire time. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drowning Don't myself. Don't touch anything. I got, yeah. I, you know, I got, glo- I got, I got double layered gloves yeah. on. And... and there's so many things that you have to shove so hard. You're sure you're going to yeah, break yeah. them. Like, yeah. this is going to oh, break. Yeah. This, this, Putting the CPU in. The first time I ever put a CPU on the motherboard, I was just like, oh, God, it's done. This is done. I'm breaking this. Um, there was also a 5G router and a 4K 60fps capture card. Yeah, I heard I heard a lot <laughs> about this capture. What the hell is this router though? Do you really need a five? Like, uh, shouldn't any router work for 5G? Like, is this just like a? Is this 5G or Wi-Fi six? Uh, it's 5G. Nine or nine. Um, well, you know the way 5G is supposed to work is like everybody's supposed to have like a little tower. Yeah. Sort of like a cell phone tower in your house. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I kind of thought this was like a marketing scam. Yeah. Like, you're going to need this. 
So I don't know if that's... You're going to need this router if you want to... And it may or may not give you cancer. Um, I'm just going to warn you of that right now. Everything (laughs) in the whole world. No, there was a big debate as to whether or not, like... 5G might give people cancer. They're really not sure. Chemtrails. So chemtrails. Let's be on the lookout for that. Um, you know, getting back to the the uh, capture card, I read some good stuff about that. Um, you know, really, it wasn't that impressive with CES. Really wasn't. No, it's it's just it was just a lot of moderate, like yeah. Yes, this moving forward makes sense. Yeah, like I this, this advancement did, is here. You, you forgot to include Bali. That was Bali. The, the rolling AI. It's like literally a ball. Samsung made it. Oh, God. It's literally, I forgot one other, too. It's it's literally a ball that follows you around the house. And it's a smart speaker. Like a dog? Yeah, it's a smart speaker as well. So you can, like, talk to it. So it's Alexa and a ball. Yeah, and it follows you around the house. <coughs> that's And uh, I can't remember. Maybe that, I think that's the one that can also, like, deliver you toilet paper. Well, that would be useful. That was, like, the demonstration they had. What? What? Um... What did you make of that artificial human presentation? Was that Samsung that did that too? I didn't even see that one. They they so they produced artificial, kind of like the the Blade Runner. Yeah. Like the newer Blade Runner movie, yeah. they had like that girl. It was a. Uh, it was kind of like that. Like did they it, can actually did it think simulate it was alive? a human. Um, did it did it think it was alive the whole time and then? I mean, the presentation. I don't think it did. Spoiler but alert, he finds out in the end that it's somebody else. Um. But I, I really didn't look into it because I honestly could care less. I wasn't intrigued by that whatsoever. Oh, another big one that you missed um, was the Hyundai Uber flying car. If it has to do with cars. I could the flying much taxi, less. which could be like charged. It's 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 electric, and it could be charged in like fifteen minutes supposedly, which would be a, you know a huge game yeah, changer. That's quick. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I think that was really CES in a nutshell. Nothing, you know, there was a lot of like earth shattering. Yeah, there was a lot of pro. There usually isn't though. It's usually stuff like, like I said, like, okay, new monitor with even more hertz. Did you hear Apple showed up? Because Apple doesn't usually go to these. No, I didn't. You know, because Apple doesn't play with others usually. Um, they showed up and they basically just talked about privacy and then they left again. (laughs) Like, you know. Like, oh, Sounds thanks. like Apple. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, final thought on the show. Nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. It seems like a, it seems like a lot of um, demonstrations yeah. and, and concepts, which, you know, I'm so over concepts. Yeah. I hate, they don't come to fruition. I, I hate concept cars with a passion. Yeah. Like, don't show me a concept car because I know damn well you're never going to build one. Right. So, like, right. I don't care. Like, it's just so stupid. That's how I felt about the. Uh, artificial human thing. It's like okay, yeah, here it is. What the hell are we gonna like do? Like they build it? these really cool concept cars, and then it's just like you, you know damn well that they're never gonna build that. Yeah, like, for you to buy, and so, nobody's ever gonna buy a rolling yeah, so television like, for sixty grand. So I'm really at the point, like you know, when people get why excited, yeah, when people get excited about them, I'm like why? You yeah, know, like it's it's just literally pointless. Yeah. So speaking of stopping by and shows and all this stuff, Sony pretty much infamously last year skipped E3 and a lot of people criticized them for it but the rumor is that they're skipping E3 again dun, dun, dun. the same year that they will release a new console I believe it and I got thinking about this and you know I called it I thought it was lame for them to, to skip it last year Yeah, but it was towards the end of a generation they really haven't had Jack Diddley to show 
So, you know, I understood, okay, they're saving all their stuff for later. Yep. They want to hold their own shows. I think wanting to hold their own shows is fine. But I think to skip your industry's biggest trade show, the year that the, the entire generation is launching, could be a massive mistake. Yeah, like, I just don't understand. To just totally hand your comp- competition the headlines, like, just take Exactly. Them. Like, and I know that, you know, when they do their event, sure... They own the day that day. Like, yeah. But it just seems like... Well, there's a certain mystique to, yeah, to E3. Yeah, like, and if you're not there... Right. And Nintendo's not really there either. But they so do a, it just sort of hands the show not, to Microsoft. They're not there, but they still do a Nintendo Direct and announce stuff. Yeah. They're still, like, in on it. They're, yeah. they're still, like, in the mind, spirit mind of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still there. Their name yeah. is out there. Yeah. But, and, and a lot of people thought that last year that... Nintendo won E3 they weren't even there yeah. because they announced a ton of stuff yep um, so you know Sony what are you doing um, don't kill E3 please it's it's. I'm not even you know that's that whole other debate but it's like are you really gonna and, and E3 is what probably four months before maybe yeah. not even four months before and, the launch and you know I, I mean maybe are they trying to like copy the Apple playbook where we only do our own stuff or is it the E3, you know, where it is, isn't suitable to their timetable? I don't think it's that. I, I, four months before their launch, they should be taking every hype opportunity they can yeah. get. Like, but if if they're going to reveal it, and I heard they're going to reveal it ne- early next month, like February 12th, yeah. like a month from today. Yeah. Um, if they're going to reveal it, and obviously they're going to have to blow... They're gonna have to blow the doors out, you yeah. know. Like they're gonna yeah. have to show you everything they got. Yeah. Then there's no point in going to E3 and just well, basically showing you. Well, everything I, I all think over. there is from the pers- for maybe from you or I's perspective, maybe not. But what does come out of E3 is tons of journalists and professionals play your game. They use your tech. They use your console, and then they come back and they put out word of mouth everywhere of how incredible it is, or you know yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's such a chance to hype up everything that you have. So like you said, maybe they go all out in February, but in June, here's another chance to let tons of people who are who are going to influence consumers yeah. Yeah, play your games. Uh, I can't remember. Did they have a did they have a um, a booth? I think they had a booth last year. They just didn't have a show. Um I don't think they even had that because the year before they showed up with Four games. That was it. They showed The Last of Us, yeah. two Spider Man. That was weird. Ghosts. Of, that whole E three was weird. And then I forgot what the fourth game was, but um, Days Gone. Yeah, no, they didn't even show Days Gone. Oh, sure. Remember, oh, yeah, so that was it. even more bizarre because they didn't even show it. Spider Man. Was it God of War? Was that out at the time? I can't remember. No, it wasn't God of War. No, Last of Us two. That's three out of the four. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't Days Gone. You're right because they hid the. Yeah, well, that's random, I think. Oh, that's right, Dust Stranding. That was the word. Um, but how could we forget Dust Stranding? <laughs> Did you see that got nominated for like nine awards at the Game Developers Conference or whatever? Um, no. Yeah, I, I was like the it was it's literally the game that was nominated for the most awards. Oh yeah, yeah. I oh actually I did I seen you know like jokes and stuff about it like and I fell for one where like Dust Stranding was nominated in like every single category no not the game awards the next it's like the game developers conference or whatever oh okay it was nominated for the most awards of any game 
And it's nominated by, like, the developers themselves oh, good. vote on this good. one. But they nominated it for that many. So that's more like the Oscars, then. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if Sony skips E3 this year, I, I personally think it's a... This is the year you... They've held off for the last couple of years. If, if they're not going all out this year, I think that's a problem. Microsoft's going balls to the wall. Nintendo's yeah. going balls to the wall. Yeah. And has been. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what Nintendo does. Because Nintendo, I mean... They well, that's a, that's on the agenda next. Let's just... Well, almost next. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do because they've been sort of quiet themselves. Yeah. For their standards. And, you know... Well, for their standards lately. Yeah. Not for the past four years. I mean, they... they yeah. I mean, they... they they haven't really been announcing many games. Like they were really like, "Bam, we got this, we got this, we got this, we got this." And they've been a little quiet themselves. This is happening all over again. Nintendo always does this. They started hot, yep, and then like for, happened with the Wii. It was fire for like two years, yep, and then it fell off a cliff. Totally fell off a cliff. I think the same thing's happening with the Switch. I, you know, I, I because this year wasn't all that great, and then I saw an article just just today. Literally, it came across my phone. Nintendo's Switch lineup for 2020 is the worst lineup they've had in like 15 years or something. You ever, said. Have you ever had just had a it's random full of ports? You ever just have a random thought like hit you like while you're in the bathroom? Oh or yeah. Something? This thought actually crossed my mind leaving work the other day on like Friday. Um, like I was like, man, you know, like I haven't really played my Switch lately. That, exactly. I, I was like, there's there's really just not They're that many games out well, lately. Plus, like you know, I've been saying like I I recently got one. But it's not... The main thing they're selling you on is accessibility. Yeah. But it's not all... The games for it aren't all that accessible. Like, it's Breath of the Wild, an 80-hour... I don't want to play that. Then I was thinking in my head... like I, I, I was And they're like, $60. Because, uh, full disclosure, I own Nintendo stock. <laughs> and I, I started to think, like, is this a Wii situation all over? It is. Like, they came out blazing, guns blazing, taking no prisoners, well, and then... Then they go dry. They've still got... We know they have a Breath of the Wild sequel. Yeah. We know they've got Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Both will do Gangbusters. We know they have Animal Crossing. Which to is carry, pretty... To carry 2020. Pretty niche yeah. at this point of its life. Uh, Metroid 4, Bayonetta 3. That's about all I can yeah, think Yeah, Bayonetta. But it's still pretty niche. They got like those... But it'll it'll get some hype. What's what's that game? Zeno... Xenoblade. Blade. It's like, a, it's like a port or something, yeah. though. Um... Yeah, but it, you know, to, to a certain crowd, that's important. I do think so. The rumor is that they're going to release their Switch, a new model of the Switch, kind of the Switch XL. So they did the light, and now they'll do a 4K, a Switch 4K, and they'll release it basically probably around E3. I was going to say, like May, June, July. Can you imagine if they show up at because E3? they get people. And that strategy is smart because if they get you to splurge four hundred bucks on a switch, yeah, on a new switch, you're probably not going to turn around and buy a new PlayStation or new Xbox three months later, unless you're really hardcore. Uh, well, I mean, can you imagine if they show up at an E3 and like, oh, by the way, we got a new switch, you know, we got well, a new, they have to, we got a new 4K switch, like it would be so unexpected, so well, it's not, not unexpected. It's so, been rumored for a year, so not talked about. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, it was talked about. It was supposed to be like revealed last year, and then I, it didn't happen. So then people were like, "Oh, maybe it's not." You know, maybe uh, it has to happen. So if it were just to come out of left field and be like, boom, like you know, like E three, see here I, it is. I don't think though, unless you're really hardcore. I think they have to do it to continue to. Hey, I think it's smart business to get people to drop money right before the next Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. But I don't think, like, the reason it's not talked about, like you just mentioned, is because, well, who is this for? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been playing Breath of the Wild, and I told you, this game's kind of ugly. Like, yeah. this is one of the most beautiful <laughs> games on the console, and I honestly think Wind Waker looks better. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now I got 4K Switch games, but the games for a Switch aren't really going to utilize it all that much. Well, that's what I'm wondering is, is what a, what a Switch, I don't know what you'd call it, AK, 4K, uh, HD, whatever, um, would it be able to enhance the graphics in the same way like the One X does for, I think for it every would, game? but even so, so what? Like Because, I well, would, I mean, like a game like... For the Breath, hardcore. Like a game like Breath of the Wild, that... Definitely needs some more anti-aliasing. I mean, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's, and there's frame rate drops. And yeah, stuff. It desperately needs it. So I hope it but can like still, fix something like that. Like, still, why buy it? You know, like, I think that's why it's not talked about. Because the average Switch owners, younger yeah. people generally, and it's like, well, these console iterations are kind of for the hardcore, yeah. and there's not really a, there is a hardcore Switch following, but. I do think it's good business for them to well, what if they launch it a few months before the next console. What so. if they uh, include like a VR kind of a, uh, attachment? Like you can to me, I could care less. Like you can stick it in like VR goggles, and then you can do VR with it. If Nintendo does VR before they put together a decent functioning online system, I will personally travel to Japan. <laughs> And I think, commit zapuku I think on their a, stairs. I think it's a real possibility because you look at like the Oculus Quest, and uh, that thing is not very powerful. What like, did they do? What was that? Was that like Labo thing VR enabled or something? Yeah, one of them were. You know, like it came and went. Yeah. So maybe that was them testing waters. I don't know. I don't know. I look at. I can't help but think as I'm playing Breath of the Wild and muttering to myself about how it's still trapped in 30-year-old game design. I can't I can't believe that Nintendo will do anything forward-looking whatsoever technology-wise. Yeah. I they still don't have a functioning online they, they are literally getting by on it sometimes. They're getting by on gimmicks. They yeah. really are. They and, really and they're good gimmicks usually. They really should have let Microsoft just handle their online service. They should. It'd be brilliant. Kind of like okay, it'd be, like Oh, Xbox Live is now the best thing you can do as a CEO or a leader or whatever is know what your weaknesses are. Yeah. And pay somebody to supplement those weaknesses for you. Like, I know I can't do this this well. Let me find somebody who can. Yeah. That's smart business. And Nintendo, I don't think, does smart business. They're just very lucky, very creative, very quirky. Love them to death, but. I don't know. They kill me. They really do. What do you make of this rumor about... Well, I know what you'll make of it. Because you've been literally asking for this for years. 
this rumor that the Xbox Series X will feature a Windows mode will literally just enable you to turn it into Windows mode and use it as a PC. I mean, that would be that would be enormous. Like, I mean, it, it, think about you've this. been begging for this yes, for years. I, I, I was hoping and praying it would be on the One X. You know, I've been I was hoping it would be on the Xbox One. Yeah. You know, like it just makes so much sense. You know, it just makes so much sense. And, and, you know, in Europe, especially Europe, like, if Microsoft is trying to get Europe back from Sony, yeah, Europe loves PC gaming, mm-hmm. loves PC gaming. So, if you say, okay, you know, like, our, we got a console that's also a PC, yeah, like a true PC, like, forget like it. You can so run Office on it. Yeah. You I mean, can... Well, and that's the other thing is is, and I've said this before, just a few weeks ago. If if they came out and they said, okay, this runs Windows, like, I would seriously consider that as like my next PC yeah. purchase because yeah. you know I don't really do that much uh, intensive work yeah. on my PCs. So if I could just buy an Xbox and have like that would like if this thing was six hundred, seven hundred dollars, I could justify it easily because I could say, yeah. well, this is also my PC. Right. So. Um, as they throw the remotes around here. It, it would also hypothetically then enable their competitors like Epic and Steam and you know whoever else to sell games on on their system. And a lot of people are like, oh God. Yeah. But Microsoft I think I think this version of Microsoft that we have doesn't care because well, they're building an ecosystem. But see, here's what I wonder. I mean, they got that Windows 10S mode. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of this. I've heard of it, but I don't really know what is, it is. You, it's Windows, but you can only it's like play light. Windows only, Lite, basically. Well, you can only use what Microsoft, it, what comes from the Microsoft Store. Yeah. On Windows, which so, they really need to fix. By so, the way, so Microsoft they, Store is awful. So they could do that, in which case you might not be able to use Steam yeah. or Epic yeah. or Origin. Um, which would sort of defeat the purpose, I think. And so I'm a little worried that that's where they would go as they put Windows 10 S. I would probably, I'd probably expect the opposite approach because I, we know that Steam and Epic are fighting each other tooth and nail. If I were St- Steam or Epic, I would be looking to make a deal with Microsoft. Yeah. So so they would pay Microsoft some type of even if minimal royalties. But what I think would be the smartest idea would be to take the Apple approach, which is, you know, on Apple, you can have, um, you know, Amazon Prime Video. You, yeah. you can have the app, but you can't buy anything in that app. Mm-hmm. Anything you so own, anything you oh, own, okay. Okay. you can use, Yeah. but you cannot buy anything else. Yeah. You got to go to another device. For yeah. That. You know, so, uh, you know, that would be the ideal for them, I think, would be... Okay, we'll allow Steam on the Xbox, yeah. but you can't buy it. You can't wouldn't buy it, Steam games on the. Well, Xbox. wouldn't it be more ideal for them to let them buy Steam games but collect a royalty from it? Because then mean, you're making money. Yeah, if they could work that out. That's up. what I mean. I, I think Steam would tell them to go to hell from myself. But well, what if, I don't know because what if Epic does it? I yeah, mean, that's Steam's true. like that's true. I mean, there is a they're lot out in of, the cold. There, there is a lot of leverage now. Yeah, so, they're out in the cold. Um, you know, anything could happen. But I, think, I don't think Epic would do it though because Epic absolutely hates Microsoft. They hate them to the... Tim Sweeney hates Microsoft. Well, you know, but then you look at the business numbers. Yeah, you know, maybe, you know, reconciliation can happen. This is the guy who put Fortnite 
would not Fortnite is still to this day not on the Androids. You can't get it on the Google Play Store. Yeah. You have to buy it on the Samsung store because he refused to pay whatever, two percent yeah, or whatever it's not, it's to, not, to Google. It's not looking likely. Yeah. But maybe like um Gog or, you know. Yeah, something like that. One of the smaller ones. I mean, there there being so many storefronts, it would be uh, leverage. You know, I never got the whole anti DRM stuff. I never yeah. I never got it until somebody explained to me recently that what happens to your games if Valve goes out of business in 15, 20 years? All your games are linked to Steam. What if Steam gets shut down? And then all of a sudden, I understood. I was like, yeah. well, yeah, you got a point. Like, yeah. you're not guaranteed ownership. But, you know, at the, at, at, it's unlikely. At the but, same token, you know, if. Do you still have your Super Nintendo? No. I mean, no. do you still have your Nintendo NES? No. no. You know, and, yeah. And even if you did, like the Would cart- you be playing the game? Like the anymore? cartridges apparently run on like a battery or something. Do they? So like after a while, even those it's are gonna just, run out of gas. Yeah, they just stop working. I mean, I think there's some. They way stopped to fix working it. when they were brand new. For I think God maybe there's sake. some way to fix it, but you know, I mean, come on, it's really been that way, even with physical yeah. media. And do you really so, want? Are you gonna go back and play it anyway? Yeah, probably not. And you know, when I look at all the DVDs and Blu-rays I have in this house, I I just think to myself, thank God for like streaming. Yeah. Because I know that, like when I buy it for streaming, that'll be the last time I buy these. Right. Like, like I bought it on VHS, I bought it on DVD, I bought it on Blu-ray. Well, maybe not though. Streaming because has what if, to be the last what destination. If, what if you bought it on, you know, Prime Video? Then Prime Video. Amazon's like, ah, oh, we're bleeding money on video. Yeah. Turn it off. But the nice thing is with movies anywhere, like you're 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 basically on Amazon, you're on Google, you're yeah. on Apple. You know, what are the chances that all these companies go under, you know, in the next 20, years? Well, it's not all of them. It's just like, is it the one that you bought it on? Did they go out? Well, yeah, but you'd still get it on everybody. I mean, like in Steam's case or the Epic Games Store's case. Epic's is is definitely, because this is a new thing. Well, I assume if they they were going out like that, I assume they, they would just like leave the system sort of unlocked yeah. so that way you could just but are they going to pay for the servers forever I mean, oh, like, no. you just don't no. that's what yeah. I mean like I don't think it's likely but, but PC, I, I finally understood like why people get up so PC upset. games always seem to have a longer longevity than console games had though yeah even yeah. still I, I, st- I did that argument finally made me realize like okay I get why some people are making that a thing yeah and by the way until then I never you never know got you, it. You, I had somebody say, well, you know, PC has, you know, back when Xbox One launched, you know, everybody was, oh, it's 24-hour, you know, check-ins and this and that. It's always got to be always always online. And I said, well, what about Steam? Isn't that always online? They go, oh, no, 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 there's an offline mode. But you can't do anything. If you turn on your computer and you try to log in Steam. Yeah. You got you got to go online first. It yeah. will not let you into the offline mode until you go online. Yeah. So it's basically you know the exact same thing. Well, it's so many things are always online. It's yeah, just, Netflix. Yeah, World I mean, of Warcraft. You can't and access yeah, it without. And yeah, when Xbox tried to do it, people were like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is the end." I can't play my. This is the I can't end. play my games without internet. How many times do you find yourself wanting to play games when you don't have internet? Yeah. How many? And, and you know it's it's funny because really they they sort of backdoored everything that they wanted, 
Yeah. You know, in the original vision. Yeah, the, they eventually the, got I mean, you, you try and use this well, console without online. You know, there was a reason. Like, you have to understand, a company like Microsoft sees very clearly where tech is going. Yeah. They didn't want these things because they just decided, like, oh, this sounds cool. There's a business strategy behind it. But even then, even then, I don't even buy it because... Oh, Jeff Smith just kicked it out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. Even then, I don't buy it because the year was 2013. John Casey just came in a biff the kick. The year was 2013. Netflix had been around for at least five years. Yeah. World of Warcraft was around for at least five years. More than like, that. Yeah. Like, there are all these things that required, <laughs> you know, 24-7 connectivity. I feel bad for saying connectivity. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you know, like... All I could think of is... Um, Iwata. <laughs> So, it, I don't know, it just seemed, you know, console war-ish to, yeah. to use that argument. Speaking of Iwata, Nintendo seemingly announced 20 more Pokemon. Oh my god. How, how many I am Pokemon just, things can they throw at I us? am completely drowned and lost in Pokemon. So we've got two new Sword and Shield expansions. Which we've actually look pretty good. Pokemon Home, whatever that is. Plus, we've got Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. What is that? For Switch. It's a whole new Pokemon. Say that game. five times fast. Where you play as the Pokemon instead of the trainer. And you go out and talk to other Pokemon or something. I don't know. What would Chad Warren say? About a lot of people love this idea. <laughs> but this is coming out in like two months. It's like another po- like weird. I seem like... Almost every episode, we're talking about another Pokemon game. Yeah. Another Pokemon it's, uh, game. It's another Pokemon. We were just talking about two new ones for Facebook. When they got Facebook po- only. Well, they got Pokemon Home now, which apparently sort of ties a lot of these. Not all these games, apparently, but a lot of them. And some of them, together. you can't bring your entire Pokedex. It's only this Pokedex yeah. or that Pokedex. Well, I mean, Sword and Shield, which is sort of the flagship, yeah. only has like a third of all the Pokemon. So. Yeah. So if you're playing those other games, forget it. I mean, most of them aren't, aren't there yet. I just... But they are, you know, with the expansions, they're adding more of the old ones in. I can't, I can't help but feel like they are with Pokemon where... on a larger scale this time, but where Square was with Final Fantasy like 10 years ago, yeah. where they just started squirting out as many Final Fantasy products yeah. as they possibly could. And they and feel... They, They've ruined the value of it. And it feels equally as lost. They ruined the value. Yeah. Like, they don't even know what they're That's doing That's what I mean. Anymore. Like, do you remember, like, when we were in, like, high school, we started to get, okay, we've got Final Fantasy X, 10-2, 10-2-2, and there was just, like, there was yeah. three different MMOs, and there was then yep. Crystal, it was, I feel like that's what they're doing. They're just going to ruin the value of it, because yep. it's going to be... Inundated, yeah. And one of the things that most people are trying to do is keep their communities together instead of splitting up people off and locking people out. Yeah, that's that's the part. So it's like, well, I know you love Pokemon and you love Pokemon and you do and you do, but all four of you are playing different games, so you can't play together. And this is the part that gets a little weird to me. Like when it was Pokemon Go, and then they had. Whatever that other Pokemon, Pikachu Go or whatever. Yeah. Let's go Pikachu, yeah. let's go Eevee. And that was sort of like the intermediate game. Yeah. And then you have, you know, Sword and Shield, which are the flagship. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. You know, I mean, you're trying to get a bunch of noobs yeah. to gaming. And you're, you're going to slowly hold their hand up to the flagship series. Yeah. I get it. I was like, oh, that that's actually 
Not bad. Yeah, not a bad idea. I get it. Makes sense. I don't know if it'll work, but it yeah, makes sense. Right. It's a good idea. It's a breadcrumb trail. But then you start throwing all these other games. Like, there must be at least, like, <laughs> ten other games at this point. Not to mention, you, know? you still got the trading cards. <laughs> and it's like, well, what the hell are all these? Like, yeah. Your, your beautiful plan of start simple, go to the intermediate game, and then go to the flagship. Completely you know ruined, what? because you just I, put 10,000 distractions I've seen a lot of companies doing this, though. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is absolutely doing this. It's within one game at the moment, but you know Fortnite does it, but very successfully. But they just throw everything they possibly can at the wall and just see what sticks. They're just like, here, take this, take more, take more, take yeah. more. We're, none of it's going to be that great, but they just keep so much coming to you that you're constantly inundated consuming it. The Netflix of yeah, whatever. Yeah. The Netflix model. It can work. Just keep throwing it stuff against work. the wall. Keep them busy. Keep them busy. Keep them busy. <laughs> Even if it's trash, keep oh, them busy. God. So much is trash. We'll have something else. But the thing is, is when it's trash, okay, you kept them occupied for a week. Yeah. Well, we'll have more trash for them next week. Yeah, so yeah. don't worry. Just keep them yeah. going. Keep them going. But I, I always have to wonder, like, what's the damage to your brand long term? Because, like, people are like, oh, this is trash. You know, like, oh, it's that's a, trash. It's too. a short term profit strategy. Yeah. I mean, I guess as long as they turn out one decent show like Stranger Things every, yeah. every year. Right. It's, it's so like, good. okay. Well, and they do have more than that. They do. But, but yeah. yeah, there's a lot of crap in there. There too. is a lot of trash. Speaking of a lot of trash. <laughs> Look, it's on TV. Perfect, it was perfect, an XFL commercial. Perfect segue. Either. Perfect segue, dude. The XFL announced some of their rule book this week. They have one, two, and three-point touchdown conversions. Yep. So they've got potentially a nine-point touchdown. And let me just throw this in real quick. There's no extra point kick. It's They're all Plays. conversions. Yeah. yeah, they're all... That plays. part's interesting. Yeah. Actually, a lot of this is interesting. Some of it, I'm not so sure, but some what of it is What I don't like, this is, to, this is the... has to be the absolute worst idea I've heard. Some of these... I think, like, the nine-point, it puts 44 players on the field at once. Not quite. So well, what? How do they get the forty-four players? Because uh, that's a thing. The nine point is what, what you're thinking about for nine points is when you get a touchdown, you get six, and yeah. then you'd have the option to go for a three-point conversion. Yeah. So that's a nine point. But the forty-four players—that's in overtime. That's overtime. Okay. And, and but the thing I don't like about this is they have defenses on both ends, yeah, right? Your your offense will be on one end of the field. Your defense will be on the other end, and so you'll be facing off. Like you, you'll take turns. Yeah. So your offense. Well, you know, try and score on their defense, and then once that plays over, the other side of the field, what where your defense is, they'll take on the other team's offense. And I mean, have you ever watched soccer? This is what they're emulating. Um, soccer, they have a shootout yeah. at the end of the game, and it's at both ends of the field. Yeah. You know, and and you know, player runs up, kicks the ball, it either goes in the net or doesn't. So it removes the RNG of the coin toss, right? Yeah. Yeah, so both sides get will get like five plays, and whoever scores more yeah. in those five plays, you know, wins. Yeah. Um, but my the only thing I don't like about that is sometimes teams will substitute like a, a, a defensive player in yeah. to the offense. Yeah. Like as a running back or, you know, or a, a fullback or, yeah. you know, whatever. And uh, now they can't do that. Well... The thing that I thought is just, I know that setup, as you just explained, that leaves very little room for this, but 
football is notorious for really bad injuries. And even... There's so many people at times in football that I, I literally feel like the field looks just like a giant mess of, of human <laughs> yeah. beings. Yeah. And it's a miracle that more people don't get hurt. Yeah, it really is. So that, I, then you're thinking of putting 44 people with more you know more cameras out there, more referees, <laughs> more yeah, but, you know, everything. You could have coaches on both sidelines running up and down <laughs> screen. And, you know, that, and I'm just like... Yeah, I didn't even think this, about that. But this that, screen that is disaster to me. That, that like, is... That is a little bit of a disaster right there. I didn't even think about that. The coaches, this is this is going to be so weird and awkward for yeah. the coach. Because you'll literally have to like go from this end of the field well, and then run over well, to I the other end of the field. I think you're going to have to send your, like, your defensive coordinator down here, your offensive Yeah, but what co- about your, your, your head coach? Well, right, and the head He's coach gonna is going to have to be to, like, screaming through the headset, Hey, hey, you won't yeah. blah, 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 You shut up. I'm talking to this yeah, guy. You know, yeah. like... I mean, like, that's going to be so chaotic for the head coach. Like, I got, and, and both sides, both teams are going to be doing it on both sides. If, if I had, I mean, I don't understand why you couldn't. With refs all over and cameras all over why and not, commentators Why all not over. flip a coin and then, you know, just have one offense and one defense on one side of the field? Let them run five plays, see what they're, see how many Wait. times they score. Yeah. Yeah, and then switch it and Do go it. back to the other yeah. side. Give them the same opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, yeah, we have a coin flip. Or even, hey, whoever scores, however many plays it takes you to score, yeah, the other team has to do it, and that many or fewer. Um, Something like that. I now, don't know. now, they have even uh, more interesting rule changes, I think. Uh, and the, the biggest one to me is the punt. Because they've changed punting. Do you have to spike it on the ground first? No. Um, when you punt the ball... Was that, was that Pagano ball? We when, had to do that? When you, you punt it, the ball... You had to spike it and then kick it? Yeah, that, I mean, like, that's an actual... That's an I know, actual but wasn't that in Pagano ball? I'm pretty sure it was. Do you uh, remember that unit? No. You did, we, he made us do Pagano ball. <laughs> he called it Pagano ball. What's the rules? It was like a mix of football, and he mixed like... One rule from like polo and one rule from like rugby. Or something. Oh God! And he called uh, you it know, Pagano. I vaguely remember the term to Pagano kick. Ball, to kick, you had to spike the ball and then kick it. Yeah, which was a real football thing. Which was really hard. Yeah. It's impossible it's a real to rugby do. Thing, yeah. Um, so to punt when you punt it, the kicking team cannot leave the line of scrimmage until the receiving team has caught the ball. Okay. Which is insane to me. Which is absolutely. Insane to me. I mean, like they're doing everything they can to keep, like you know, like someone running fifty yards. I want the game from... to be bombastic. Well, no, I mean maybe a little bit, but what what they're really trying to prevent is like a guy running fifty yards down the field full speed and then plowing into well, somebody. So see, on kickoffs, they're they're doing kickoffs differently too. They're going to have both teams lined up like five yards apart and then the kicker will be like 30 or 40 yards back and he kicks the ball and then it's the same thing like the the kicking team can't move until the receiving team's caught the ball so there isn't going to be that huge I think collision you're be, well i think you're being nice about it i view it the opposite i think you're you're taking it from a like a perspective of well maybe people won't get hurt which yeah. on paper sounds good and it, you, you're probably right. Yeah. But I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're looking at it and going, well, punts are really boring. Yeah, that, no, Kickoffs are really boring. That's true. It's, it's All it is is people calling on catch, they, stop. They, so, so they're like, nope, instead what we're going to do is we're going to give these bastards a chance to run for their lives. That's true. And, and try to be flashy. You know, they have a video on YouTube. Which, when you think about it, 
punks and kickoffs are pretty, that's true. pretty boring. That's true. The extra, point, the extra point is one of the most boring yeah. things to watch because it's so automatic. Yeah. You know, they moved it back 15 yards, thank God. So at least sometimes they miss. It's like 5% of the time. Yeah. And, uh, and it was like, you know, a lot of it was like, you know, they're, they're right. Like some of this is yeah. boring stuff. Uh, another major role change they have is if you're behind the line of scrimmage, you can throw it forward. And if you catch it behind the line of scrimmage, you can throw it forward again. Yeah. Um, which will be interesting. because That is interesting. Because, you know, usually the, the receiver would have to run backwards and then, you know, they throw the ball. Yeah. And, and then it was obvious what was coming next right, because right. you only run backwards if you're going to do a forward pass right, after that. Right. So, so they're saying, well, now, you know, you'll be able to throw the pass out like you're doing a screen. And then he can just throw it again, which so people will never know if that's what you're doing. You or said what. you were looking at opening day tickets, right? Yeah. How much were they? Um, for the center of the field. Four hundred dollars for for like the center of the field, like best, yeah, the best seats. And this is New York City as well. Uh, it's four. When is opening day? Uh, February eighth or ninth of this year. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I thought it was still like ten years so, away. No, we are less than a month away from kickoff. God, oh well, man, will this be another flop? I'm, I kind of want to go. I just want to be there to say. I bet you, this, I was I bet there. you names for the second week, though, are probably like half the price. Yeah, that's true. I, I that's bet true, you there's, there's so many people like me that just want to yeah, go to opening day and be like, yeah, I was there opening day. Week two will be I mean, the, 20 bucks. It'll probably fold after a year. Yeah, I probably make it through the season. And that's why I don't want to, like, why would I pay $400 for this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, they do have some interesting ideas, some wacky ideas. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to watch, you know. It's I'll be interesting to see Vince McMahon yeah. pissing his money away once yeah. again. I mean, do you, do you kind of wish that it was like a little bit over the top, like the original was? Some of that, I mean, some of that was really corny, but some of it was sort of, I don't know. I feel like, cause see, I feel like they had that stuff that they were doing. Yeah, these changes that they're making. Some of them intriguing as they may be. Yeah. Are they really enough to change anybody from watching the NFL to watch this instead? I don't think so. I think what they were doing before was like, well, we have to do more to get people to watch our league. Yeah, that's true. And that stuff that they were doing was yeah. that more. Extreme. And of course, he, he was all WWE. Right. And, and, I, and I think, who can they get to watch the XFL? Probably people who watch WWE. So they should probably bank on that more. Yeah. If anything, they yeah. can't play nice because they're not going to win viewers this way. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to be over the top and corny. Well, they're we're going to find out. Do we're we're, we're going to find out. Stuff. See, now I think they're actually going to walk back some of these rules. Like, you know, they're going to try it and people are going to be like, eh, I can't do it after, eh, like, during the season, though. Like, I think the one, two, and three point conversions, that, that's probably here to stay. That's yeah. probably not a bad idea. Yeah. But, um, you know. Forty-four the, players on the field. Forty-four players. I got a feeling that's going to walk yeah, back real yeah, quick. Yeah. So, just keep an eye out. It starts next month. I can't believe it starts next month. That, that's crazy. All right, Godspeed stories. We don't have to blaze through these, but we probably will go through some of them pretty quick. The new the new mutants trailer dropped this week, and it's actually coming out April third. What'd you think? And they actually confirmed that it's in the MCU. 
What? Yes. No way. Yes, they said it's in the MCU. I don't buy that. Can you believe it? They we all went, die then. We went all from, the characters die. We went from they refused to even <laughs> say the word mutant to, yeah, these guys are in the MCU. They're probably all dead then. That's why. Yeah. They won't have to be in future movies. It, it is. Like, how can they possibly explain this? But, um, moving on. Christian Bale and talks to Joy and Thor, Love and Thunder. This you will excited? be excited. This he will would be the first character to be in both Marvel and DC, the first actor. Uh, I, I think, think Dave. True. I think I think it is. I think Dave Batista will beat him to the screen though. Oh, he's true. in Guardians and Suicide Squad. There's gotta be Squad. somebody else, right? Some lesser actor. Well, Chris somewhere. Evans was oh, not not DC, but he nah, was Fox and then Marvel. There's gotta be somebody else. I, I know who Christian Bale could be. I was trying to think of. Maybe he'll be Beta Ray Bill. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I heard. Really? I heard he's going to be Beta no. Ray Bill. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, now that I can't imagine. <laughs> how it'll, they, it'll be like the fat version of How Christian do they Bale. possibly convince him, like, okay, you're going to be a talking, Beta Ray Bill. You're going to be a, a bipedal uh, talking <laughs> horse. horse. So, like, he's, he's out there. Uh, Platinum received an investment from Tencent. Are, are, are you scared for Platinum's future? Because... Oh They've fallen under the evil empire. Yeah, I mean, really, evil empire. Like, yeah. Tencent seems determined to, like, buy a stake in every Everybody. single company out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we know Platinum. They're kind of... kind of. They need the money. Yeah, they're, they're kind of clever. They're, like they're the most... They're, they're the most talented developer... That is so publicly poor. Yeah, yeah, like, like they're like yeah, they're the starving <laughs> artists. Like, yes, of the like industry. They constantly make some of the greatest games, but they cannot stay solvent. <laughs> uh, Blizzard signs esport deal to support Pro uh, StarCraft Two for three more years and begin Warcraft Three Reforged esports in twenty twenty. You know what I took from this? That's Don't expect StarCraft Three for at least three more years. Yeah, exactly. Um, Final Fantasy 15 is getting now getting a mobile MMO. Would you rather play this or Black Desert Mobile? You gotta choose one of the two. All I can think of is the Penny Arcade joke, but I, I think we want to keep this this PG. Um, nobody likes Final Fantasy 15. How are they possibly just releasing constant? Was, was 15 the one that they did the rebor- reborn thing for? No, that's 14. Yes, because that, that is, so is this 14? No, this is 15. Nobody likes 15. Nobody likes What's the 15? difference? What is the difference? 15 is garbage. That's but what? I own 15. They're all the same that. damn game. I see it. It's, it's still on my Xbox. I scroll past it like every day and I just think to myself, I should delete this. Why is this here? Yeah, I should delete this because I'm never going back to this. Um, Why Last Man series. Back on. You take this. Just this is finish this one the, yourself. The, uh, the series, the next big series. God mode moment. Uh, did they say where? Is it FX still? I don't know. If it's FX, you might as well kill it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't even bother. If it's not Netflix or HBO, don't even bother. <coughs> um, director of Doctor Strange 2 out after creative differences with Marvel. Uh, what do you think of this? I took this... If you were paying attention here, Marvel walked back. Everybody was really excited for Doctor Strange 2 because it was announced as a horror film. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, Marvel said... Well, it's not a horror film. It's going to have some horror elements. Yeah. Shortly thereafter, the director... Oh, uh, I'm out of here. ...left. Yeah. So, I kind of think that's what it is. I think Marvel's Marvel's recoiling from their 
Do you we're think, doing a Marvel horror movie. Do you movie? think when he walked out, I think they're stuck to their formula and they don't want to break it. Do you think when they had him walk out on that stage and they let him like, oh, you know, tell us about the movie? Do you think he is like, you know, I know I'm not supposed to say it's a horror movie, but I want to make a horror movie. So, <laughs> so you think I'm he just force him? Yeah, to do you it. think he just announced it like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a horror movie, and like somewhere Kevin Feige is like, oh god, god damn, it. damn it, it's <laughs> like the damn it, Donald, the Peyton Manning. <laughs> I really liked the first Doctor Strange. I thought it was underrated. Yeah, it's uh, not bad. So the fact that the director's out, I didn't really welcome this news. And and what they were discussing for this it was a, a, a a horror Doctor Strange that goes to like and the multiverse that goes through all the multiverse. Yeah. Like that just sounds like a bonkers Exciting. movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to go see that. And you want to see Marvel break their formula. Exactly. And I think they're scared. Exactly. I think they're scared. Because the entire first series took place on one Earth where, you know, like, the movie formulas were the same from yeah. one movie to the next. And great. So but, this sounded like a same. true break. Yeah. So much for that. Yep. And so much for this episode. And so much for this episode, Cut which is mic. being taken away by the birds. Yeah. Um... I think I've got it in there for like the last know, three or really four. Carried, you really got to step you your really game. You really carried off. this team because I keep forgetting. Uh, coming soon, I have no idea. We'll see what next week brings. I can't see think of anything. See. There is some show, an, another show. Remember how I always say that there's like so many shows now. One more thing. There's like another show, like what, next week. What what other show could that be? I don't know. It's another one. Though. It's like Tapai game show. It's uh, some other Japanese show. Tapai. Somebody said they're... Oh, Elden Ring said they're going to be there. Oh. So. Is there going to be anything at PAX East? When is that? They haven't... It's in March, but they haven't announced it yet. They announced the PAX East stuff. They they wait until like a month, a month and a half before. Because PAX South is like... Like a week or two. So. So PAX East is coming up and we're going. We're going. Yet again. We're going. Hopefully it's not freezing. Uh, hopefully we get to E3 before it's closed down. <laughs> Sony won't be there when Shipped we get off there. To China. Good bet. All right, see you guys later. Yep.